Hello, you are listening to the Morning Mindset Podcast, where we in this podcast do all things to do what? Get your mind right. I know that as women, as professionals, we have all the things going on for us. We have the degrees, we have the jobs, we have the kids, we have the spouses, we have the families, we have all the things. But all in all, do we have our minds right? So in each episode of this podcast, what we would like to do is to help you to break down those things that are weighing you down, that are causing barriers, that are keeping you from being the best that you can absolutely be. Yes, we come at it from a career standpoint, but it's real life stuff that you'll be able to apply for all of your life. So if you're ready to really get your mind right, to really push beyond your limitations, to really go beyond limiting beliefs, to break free of fear, imposter syndrome, self-doubt, this is the place for you. Keep listening. I'm your host, HR exec turned career pathfinder and executive coach, Keisha Hicks, and I welcome you to the morning. All right, all right, all right. Here is the thing. Um, this series has been a lot. This series has been heavy, y'all, and so many reasons, like so many reasons for me. Um, it's making me really unpack some things. And I hope that for those of you who have been riding around um, through this thing with me, that it's making you unpack some things for real too, right? It's really making me think about a lot of things, right? Um, and I even think about it in, in context of my level, um, where I am and, and, and it's like, Oh, okay. So there are some monsters underneath my desk that I need to deal with. So let me tell you, for those of you who are new to the series and who are new to me, um, I'm Keisha Hicks. I am an HR executive or leader. Um, and I'm also a career coach, career pathfinder. Um, I've been called here lately. Um, but, um, I own a business called the Elevate Her. And in my business, I work primarily with HR professionals that are underrepresented, underpaid, undervalued, um, underemployed, underutilized, all the unders, right? And what I do with them is I help them to land their next role. Um, I do it through um, a group coaching program that I have. Um, and in some instances, I have some executive level clients that we do some one-on-ones, but that's not what we're here for, right? We're not here to talk about the programs and I'm not here to get you in the program, right? That's all something later on. Um, I've said it before and I'll keep saying it probably on every single video, but it does not matter how pretty your resume is, um, how wonderful your LinkedIn profile is optimized, how well you can articulate things in an interview. If you don't get your mind your mind right and resolve the things that in your that are um, running around in your mind um, that could negatively impact you, it's all for naught, right? All those things don't even matter. And so um, I now am in a season in my life where I feel like, you know what, there are things that I need to really start to unpack. And guess what? I'm taking y'all on the ride with me, right? Um, Some things I've been able to uh, already unpack. And it's kind of like knowing what I know from that. I feel like now it's my duty, my responsibility to come back to you and say, here, here's what I've learned along the way. So um, just as a recap, We've talked about the different um, different types of fear that sometimes plague us in our professional lives. 
And those fears are real, right? Um, and we don't, um, they can be sneaky type of fears, right? They can be those fears that you don't even really think that it's a real fear, but it really is. So today, what we're going to talk about is the fear of abundance. So here's the thing about abundance. Um, a lot of times the perception is, why in the world would I be afraid of abundance? Okay. But I think we have to go back first and foremost and understand what exactly is abundance. Okay. We have to understand what is abundance. Okay. Now, um, abundance by definition, okay, by definition, abundance is all about living healthy, a healthy, uh, vibrant, purposeful life. Okay. Healthy, vibrant, purposeful life. It means that you have, you, there's this meaningful uh, piece that's going on, right? You're finding meaning in what you're doing. Um, your relationships are fruitful and are growing and thriving. Um, there's a strong sense of who you truly are, right? That is truly what abundance is, right? And so the thing is, many of us strive to live, right, in this abundant life. Abundance also, um, I think of sometimes abundance, people think about, um, they think about abundance, they think about wealth. Um, but health is wealth, right? Um, the peace of mind is wealth. These things are wealth, right? So when you're thinking about abundance, that's what this abundance means, right? So abundance, again, is about living this healthy, vibrant, purposeful, meaningful um, life that your relationships are thriving, that you're like all these things are just overflowing, right? Now, then where then does the fear come into play, Right. Where does the fear come into play when it comes to abundance, right? Because here's the thing. I could ask all of you now, and I will ask you this. How many of you want to live in abundance? How many of you want to live in abundance? Right? I do. I want to live in a health with a healthy, vibrant life, right? Vibrant, like that's like bright and colorful, right? I want to live in a, in a with purpose and with meaning and have all the resources that I need and all those things, right? Everybody wants that, right? It's very similar to when we're talking about the fear of success. Everybody wants to say be successful. Like I can say, do you want to be successful? Yes. Everybody's going to say me, right? If I say, do you want to be a failure? No, I'm putting my hand down. I'm going to sit on my hands, right? If I say, do you want to live in lack? I'm going to sit on my hands. But here is the thing though, Okay. Here's the thing. Abundance then means that there are certain things that we believe that we now have to shift. Okay. So in order to live an abundant life, you're going to have to shift because for you to live abundantly, for you to have this living healthy life, vibrant life, having all the resources, having that peace of mind, having all of those things, you are now going to have to shift. Okay. Because here's the truth. Not all of us come from an abundant mindset. Not all of us grew up in an abundant mindset. So what's going to happen is now it's going to require you to shift. It's going to require you to think about things a little differently. It's going to require you to see things a little differently, right? There's going to be a requirement, okay? Requirement is not like, oh, well, it's, it's suggested, 
it's not, oh, it's recommended. Well, we recommend you do this. We, we suggest you do this. Require means it is inevitable. You have to do it, right? There are things that you have to do, right? You are required to shift your mind. You are required to see things differently, right? This is a requirement. And if you don't meet the requirement, right, you won't get there. That's just what it is, right? You won't get there. This is a requirement. All right. So what is the first belief that we first have to shift from? Okay. So belief number one, okay. Belief number one is that life has to be difficult, right? My job got to be difficult. My marriage got to be difficult, right? Everything about me has to be difficult. Things have to be difficult. Things have to be hard. How many of you have thought that, right? Things got to be hard. Things got to be difficult. I got to bust my mind. How many of you have been told I got to work twice as hard to get half as much? I've been told that, right? I got to work twice as hard to get half as much. How many of you have been told that, right? And so then the belief then is that this is going to be hard. Then I'm going to have to. Uh, really work hard in order to have this life that I am equating to being abundant, right? Y'all get that? Let me say that again, that now I'm going to have to work hard in order to be able to get this life that is going to be abundant. I scratched my head on that, y'all, because here's the thing. Abundance, we think, is going to require hour upon hour upon hour of hard work. Abundance does not require hour upon hour of hard work. Abundance requires you, requires you to change your mind. Require it requires you to change how you see things, right? So this whole thing about um I have to work hard. How many of you have heard the phrase work smarter, not harder? How many of you have heard that phrase? Work smarter, not harder, right? When you work smarter, not harder, can you still achieve abundance? That's a question for you. Yes or no? When you work smarter and not harder, can you still achieve abundance? Can you still can you still achieve that? Can you still get to what you want to do or can you still reach this level of abundance if I'm using creativity? If I'm using innovation, if I'm um, working smarter and not having to recreate the wheel every time I do something? Right. And if I put all put a lot of effort in something and then able to kind of use that to go forward, can I still hit abundance? So then what that means is this whole notion, this whole belief that you have to work hard all the time in order to be to reach abundance is false. It's false. Right. It is false. But here's the thing about the things that we believe the things that we believe are based upon thoughts that we thought were true, right? So when, like me, when I heard the whole, you got to work twice as hard in order to get what you want, I believed that because I made that to be true. So then I'm out here running around like a chicken with my head cut off, trying to hit these marks and pushing myself and pushing myself, pushing myself because of the fact that I believe that in order for me to hit abundance, I have to work so hard. Abundance does not mean that you have to work hard. 
Abundance means that you need to work smart and that you need to be creative. Okay. That's the truth bomb on that one. Because here's the thing. I didn't think about it like that. And I didn't think about that. Like it didn't hit me about that until some years ago. Like I don't have to work this hard. Like I really don't. Like for many years, I've worked two and three jobs. I've shown up when I was sick, when I was on um, um, maternity leave. I can remember showing up anyway. Like there was always this thought that in order for me to have this fruitful life, I got to get out here and bust it to do it. False. Completely false. It requires, it requires creativity. It requires working smarter, not harder. So like the cliche says, right? That's what it requires. Okay. So um, belief number two, belief number two, we also believe sometimes that if we have abundance, that eventually we're going to fail, right? Follow me on this one. If I have all of these things, right? There is this idea that something the, the other shoe is going to drop. Have y'all ever heard that phrase? The other shoe was going to drop. I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. Have y'all ever heard that? I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. I got all this stuff. I, you know, I'm I'm living a dream. I got the, the 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 like my shirt says. I got the mindfulness. I got the empathy. I got the joy. I got the job. I got the peace. I got all these things. And guess what? I'm waiting on the other shoe to drop. Right. Because when the other shoe drops, that's when I know, poof, poof, it's gone. Have y'all ever thought about that, right? Have you ever thought that 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 abundance means that there's related to this, there's this fear of failure, or that this is going to fail if I live in this in this space of abundance? This is real, right? Now, you'll keep. And I'm gonna tell you something like this. If you think, keep thinking that you'll fail, guess what you're going to think? Guess what you're going to do? You're going to fail if you keep thinking this way, right? If you keep thinking that the other shoe is going to drop, right? That that something is going to happen that's going to blow up your spot, that's going to blow up this experience for you, isn't it going to happen? Because the thing is, you're going to manifest this out of your mind. Right? You got to be careful about what you put into the universe, what you put into the atmosphere, because you're going to manifest that. OK, you can when it comes down to it, you can only do what you can do. Right. And what you can do is what's required of you. You see, I keep coming back to requirement. You can only do what you can do, but it's only what you can do is only what's required of you. Right. So you can't worry about like, okay, say I'm selling, selling, selling something, right? Oh, will people buy it? Or um, if I don't sell it, you know, am I gonna am I gonna go bankrupt? Or or if it will people like what I'm selling? If I get so caught up in that, I'm never gonna sell it. I'm never gonna sell it. If you get so caught up in, oh, I'm looking at this job. Nobody would ever hire me for this job. Um, if I do get hired for this job, then they're going to really find out that I don't know what I think I know um, and that eventually nobody's going to like me and that this is not going to work out. Guess what? It's not. But your requirement, your requirement is to shift your mind. OK, so what this is going to require of you is to do a few things. 
it's going to force you. Okay. Cause here's the thing. Requirement is not an option. Remember requirements are not an option. It's forceful. Okay. A requirement is forceful in nature, right? If I say to someone, you are required to have a COVID vaccine in order to work in my facility, guess what? That's a force. I'm forcing you to do something, right? Okay. I took it to HR because that's what I know. All right. But what happens is it's going to force you to change your keyword number one pattern. Keyword number one pattern. It is going to force you to change your pattern of thinking. Right. It is going to force you to think about things a little differently. It's going to force you to think about, you know what? The shoe, the other shoe is not going to drop. I can get comfortable in this because this is a thing in which I wanted. I wanted to live in this, this life. I wanted to be peaceful. I wanted to be mindful. I wanted to have, you know, uh, all the resources that I needed. And now I have them. And this is real, right? I don't have to wait for somebody to rip it out from underneath me, right? And I didn't have to work hard for it, for it, right? It's going to make you change your pattern of thinking, okay? It is also going to make you have to let go, mm, okay? You're going to have to let go of past beliefs, and assumptions, okay? You're gonna have to let go of things that happened to you before, right? So the thing is, you might have been living in a great, like, this is why, coming back, this is why the whole concept of the other shoe dropping, this is where it comes from, right? Because there was a time when things were really going well and you and you got comfortable in this very well spot, right? This comfortable well spot. That everything's going well for me. And then all of a sudden something happened. Well, really it probably wasn't all of a sudden. There was probably a build up and then something happened, right? But it might have been little things that you just didn't know, okay? Small foxes. So it's all of a sudden something happened and now the other shoe dropped and it was ripped out from underneath you, right? And so because of that, now you've held on to that. And so because you've held on to that, now you're guarded, right? And so anything that looks like it's going to be abundant, immediately your little radar goes up and says, okay, but don't get too happy about this. Don't get too excited about this. Don't be too encouraged about this. Yeah, it feels good, but don't be too excited because the other shoe might drop. That's what happens, right? That's that That's that other that, uh, that, that prior experience. See, here's the thing about prior experiences. Prior experiences have a way of be having um, this effect on us where they become our dominant thought patterns. Whatever happened to you, good, bad, right, wrong, if it becomes this dominant thing for you, this is what happens, right? Right? If you have always been the person that's like, you know what, this is almost too good to be true, right? This is going right for me. Like I slid up in this interview and I was able to speak my mind and they picked me off the top. Something got to be wrong with this, <laughs> right? So like it's that mentality, right? Because you just can't take it if something really good was going to happen to you because it couldn't possibly happen to you, right? It requires you to let go of some stuff that happened to you before and to let go of assumptions, just because something happened that way before doesn't mean that it's going to happen this way. But the thing is, is that we automatically assume that, right? And because we walk in these assumptions, y'all know what assume means. I ain't going to have to spell it for you. But when you walk in in these assumptions that something like that is going to repeat itself, then here's also what I ask of you. How much faith then do you have in yourself to avoid situations like that? 
Because yesterday we talked about faith and having that faith in yourself. So if you are afraid that this assumption is going to happen, this thing that you've assumed is going to happen, how much faith in you are, how much faith do you have in yourself to avoid situations like that? Clearly you don't have it, right? How much faith do you have in yourself to be able to say, you know what, that's a red flag. I see it and it's beating me over the head and I'm not going down that street, right? You don't have it. So my thing is, it's going to make you um, let go of those past beliefs and assumptions. And it's going to ask, it's going to require you to embrace. I like that word today. <laughs> it's going to, it's going to make you embrace keyword number two, change. It's going to help make you um, embrace keyword number two, change, right? You are going to have to change. And for some of us, because we are so rooted and dug into how we think, um, that, that it's, it's, it's either this way or it's not right. Like some of, some of us are so caught up in either or thinking that it scares me. It scares me. I've been in meetings with, with individuals. I've been in boardroom meetings and leadership meetings and I'm either it's this way or this way. And I'm like, but does it have to be either or what if it's this and right. But we limit these things, right? Because we are so stuck and rooted in this, right? Either I'm going to be abundant and nothing's ever going to happen, or I'm not going, or I'm going to not be abundant and, and whatever, or I'm going to be abundant, but I'm going and, and think that something might fall through and prepare, brace myself for it. Well, here's the thing. The whole time you're bracing yourself for it, you can't even enjoy it. Think about it. How can you enjoy this thing that you want, this living the healthy, vibrant life, and you're sitting up there always waiting for something to happen, right? That is the true definition of tormenting yourself, okay? So stop tormenting yourself. Instead, change how you think, change how you see things, change how you see yourself, right? Some people are so entrenched in being this negative Nancy, Negative Ned. Oh, well, if this happens for good for me, surely something's going to go wrong. Stop. Okay, literally stop. Stop being dug into that. Because as you're being dug into that, how can you embrace change? Right? Because here's the thing the more you live, the more you grow and go throughout your life, your things are going to change right? Expectations of you are going to change. The expectations you have of others, the things around you, you have to be able to change. You're going to get older because the clock ain't going backwards. You're going to get older and things are going to like, you're, you're going to see things differently because of lived experiences, right? So when you think about, oh, the next job offer that you're going to have, the next conversation that you're avoiding having and at work, the next time you don't want to speak up for yourself, right? Think about, is this my moment to change? Is this my moment, right? And the last belief that I think that we get into is that, and what I hope that you're getting into is that you are, keyword number three, worthy. Worthy. Sometimes what I find is that we can't settle into this idea of abundance, of this idea of having all the things, the resources, the life, the peace, the, all those things, because we're not worthy of having them. 
right? Because of whatever decisions we may have made, because of wherever we come from in our lives, because of whatever people have spoken over us, somehow we think I'm not worthy of having these things. And because I'm not worthy of having these things, then when abundance shows up at my doorstep, I'm scared to death of it because it couldn't be for me. It's got the wrong address on it. Return it back to sender. But I want you to know and shift your mind to think you are worthy of abundance. You are worthy of having that security, that feeling of knowing that this is yours. This life, this career, this promotion, this position, this, this company, this book, whatever this is for you, you are worthy of having it and be secure in the fact that it's yours. Right. Be secure in the fact that it's yours. Nobody's coming to steal it from you. Right now. Are there people going to be looking at you and maybe gunning for you? Maybe. But be secure in the fact that it's yours. It's yours to have. Right. Because I believe that all of us were not created to get up, go to work, live these lives that are boring as all get out. And boring, not from the sense of if you like boring, if you like just being at home, that's your thing. That's your business, right? I like being at home. Um, but meaning like we weren't meant to get up, go to work, struggle, live these boring lives that aren't fruitful and vibrant. We weren't meant to do that, right? That's not what we were meant or designed to do because every one of us have gifts. We have talents. We have callings on our lives. And how can you do that if you are trapped in the fact that, that I'm not worthy of this life? I'm not worthy of this life. So my thing is, then what are you doing with the, what's the return on investment on the life that you have then, right? What are you doing with the life that you have, right? My thing is, I want to live. I want to embrace, literally, I didn't mean to put on this shirt today, but now I'm thinking about it. I want to embrace kindness. I want to embrace mindfulness and empathy and joy and peace and all of the other things and, and whatever happiness, life that's on my shirt right now, right? Because that is living abundant to me, right? That truly is living abundant to me. And that is what is um, my birthright, so to speak, right? It's my birthright. It's what I'm supposed to have. It's not by accident that I have that. And nor like, and I should be confident in that, right? And here's the thing. Just because you got it doesn't mean, you know, I don't know. You know, sometimes we're thinking like, well, if I live abundant, I'm going to alienate people. Or people are, you know, somebody, I'm taking it away from somebody else. It is enough to go around for everybody. It's enough to go around. So just because you got yours and you were worthy of it doesn't mean that somebody else is not going to get theirs. It's okay for you to have yours. It really, really is, right? So sum it all up. Sum it all up, okay? You don't have to work twice as hard to prove your worth. Um, you don't, you are in fact valuable and your gifts are in fact making room for you. Right. Really? That's, that's, that's the sum it up, right? When you figure out this whole game on abundance, this whole thing on abundance, what happens is it's going to feed your self-esteem, right? It's going to feed your confidence and it's going to help you to be resilient during the tough times that will in fact happen, right? Look at COVID. Nobody knew, Right. But it will help you. But you got to dig in. 
And you got to know that you deserve it. You deserve this abundant life. You are worth it and you deserve it. So stop trying to wait for the other shoe to drop. Listen, listen, listen. Thank you so much for catching today's episode. You could have been anywhere, but you chose to be here with me. And for that, I'm so thankful. If you enjoyed listening to today's episode, make sure that you subscribe to the show so that you don't miss any of my upcoming episodes. Have a fantastic day.